0: another episode of Her Voice, where we highlight women's voices from the past, present, and future. Today, I have joining with me, Juliana and Grace, to discuss a voice from the past, Virginia Woolf. Welcome, ladies, to another episode of Her Voice.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Happy to be here. Oh, I am so delighted both of you could join me today. So, In women's studies class, we read Professions for Women by Virginia Woolf, and I wanted to talk to you about your thoughts of what you thought about Woolf's writing.
1: Yeah, so I I thought the writing for her, I understood that for this time, it was really bold of her to speak out like this and kind of call out the population, both men and women, for... Kind of how they're treating each other, more so how women are being treated in certain professions. And I also thought that I kind of sensed a little bit of hesitation with her and her writing because it always, I don't know, when I was reading it, it felt like she had more to say, but she was, she still had that kind of voice in her ear telling her to, you know, back off a little bit. And she had so much underneath of what she was saying but she couldn't outright say it because I felt like, you know, that angel in the house was taking control of her again, as she mentioned. But as she was writing the speech about the angel in the house taking control of other women, it was also taking control of her own writing. And it was also telling her to hold back. I don't know why, but when I was reading that, I just felt like she was kind of just a little bit, you know, apprehensive with her writing and, should I say this is it appropriate and i think she was asking those questions as she was writing the speech and trying to figure out what was right from wrong and what would be considered appropriate
2: i i definitely see that in the way that she even talks about herself as a writer and she she says she almost like self deprecates and when she talks about how she bought a cat with the money instead of doing something more important even though it's just what she wanted and mm-hmm. so it almost like demeans herself on and it shows that she's like hesitant and doesn't really think that she should have done stuff th- this way and she has this type of like i should have done better almost mm-hmm. and i i personally also think just her writing in this all the time has is really beautiful but i just noticed more when I was reading it this time, that her word choice is always just really nice and eloquent and bold and beautiful. So
0: you said word choice, what words kind of resonated
2: with you? Like what word choices did you really, you know, take in? Uh, I think certain words that she uses, she uses looming and, like, words, very descriptive words that can really, like, give you a lot to think about. And um, I definitely think where she's talking about the, the her angel in the house speech, she, when she's wrapping it up, she really uses... She uses phrases like she died hard. Her fictitious nature was of great assistance to her, which I think is just like really intense. And I I thought it really resonated with me well.
1: I also agreed with that. Um, When she uses the imagery, when she's talking about the angel in the house and also the fact that she was no matter how many times she tried to kill her, she was still there. When she was talking about murdering the angel, she really just, like, I loved her word choice with that because it was so bold. And also for the time, it was masculine to talk about, you know, things like death and violence. And here she was a woman talking about strangling this person to death and flinging an ink pot at her and killing her. And I really liked that because it just kind of came out saying that women can write as much as men can in certain topics. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's an interesting point. So out of, you know, kind of looking and we're talking about word choice, what, what about her ideas? I mean, what ideas resonated with you?
2: I definitely think that her ideas of like what a woman's place was in professions at a time was very relatable, almost. And talking about like, there's only so many subsets a woman can really achieve in and how easy it is for a woman to start writing because of how cheap it was, basically. She opens with that. And I think that idea really, like stuck with me, because there's really a there's a forced place where it's like, these are women jobs. And these are men jobs, like how today, even though it wasn't like this for a long time, in the grand scheme of things, people are like, a teaching is for women and like war is for men. And like, these are the things that we have, but she's even talking about it from this point of view where it's like, writing is easy for both men and women to do. And that's why women do it a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It was, it was a profession that it was acceptable for women to do. Um, however, we do know that sometimes women had to use, uh, different names when they were in their writing, um, because, you know, they had to use a different name or sometimes they used a male name so that they could even get published. Yeah. Um, but by that time she came along, uh, women had a little bit more freedom in the writing world. And so she was able to have a little bit more, um, you're right. Freedom to print what she thought. Yeah. Um, however she does hesitate. Um, and she does show that when she's analyzing males, a males, you know, a a man's work, um, how she is wrestling with, well, how honest can I be? Um, you know, and can I tell a man, can I be honest with my with true thoughts and true opinions without offending or without hurting my reputation, I think is how I interpret it as well. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of kind of that balancing act of, um, if I say what I really think I could possibly, it could possibly, uh, be an, come back at me in a negative way. Uh, and you know, she's balancing that out, like how much, um, I'm, I'm getting to participate in this field, but, uh, maybe if I cross the line, I might get kicked out or Mm -hmm. I might lose my reputation. And so it's, it's really interesting to kind of hear her balance that, that out a little bit.
1: Right. And when you talk about, um, women being in that profession of writing, And at that time, especially, there were so many authors, like you said, that women authors that went under, like, a male's name, such as, I know Charlotte brought a male's name when she was writing Jane Eyre, and Jane Austen also went under a male's name for some quite time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until, like, after they died and people realized that they were women writing these amazing works that were so famous that they got the recognition that they deserved. But at -hmm. the time, in order to protect themselves from society and they wanted their work to get out there because they knew that they had these amazing ideas and they wanted people to respect them and the only way that they could be respected through their writing was if they went under a male's name so then people would talk about this amazing male author when their writing came out and that was the only way that they could have their ideas shared and be respected which kind of even today it's like that I mean it there's still a bit of you know sectionalism between you know writing with male and female female authors and i mean obviously people don't go under different sexes names nowadays but it's still prominent and writing is still Mm -hmm. hard for women and being accepted But, but
0: i think it's also something too you know women in the workforce you know women have to really balance out because sometimes if a if a woman In a leadership position does a certain thing she's labeled something negative Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. if a man does the same action as the woman he's a he's a leader he's a powerful leader Mm -hmm. so i think women still have to walk that line of you know what's acceptable for a woman uh is not or what's what's acceptable for a man is not acceptable for a woman and i think that She's talking about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that women still deal with that today. I don't know. That was my, that's my take on it. So, so what surprised you most about her perspective about women's role in society? Do you, were you surprised?
2: I definitely had like a little bit of a surprise, just like, in some assumptions like when she's talking about like how everyone has this thought and everyone can see like this which is definitely makes sense just kind of how polarized people were at the time but it's just such a different perspective to what I'm used to with so many people being like Well, a lot of people think like this, but I don't. Or, but this person doesn't. But this person doesn't. And you have to be so specific with kind of, like, not all people, but some people. And that's why I have this assumption. You have to really prove yourself. and You have to explain yourself all the time. But she's just talking and she's like, we are like this or this is like this. And it doesn't make room or reference to perspectives of other people at a time like um she'll talk about like all women are like this and this is a struggle that all women share even though sometimes women don't even realize probably at the time that this is something that they're experiencing just because of how assimilated they are to it true and it it just made me think about that a lot cuz it's just it's just a whole different way of talking and speaking and thinking
0: so with you know now that you said that do you think that if wolf gave this speech today
2: uh to an audience do you think it would be relevant i think in a sense it would be because we still do have female generalized jobs and male generalized jobs which is like how she opens the speech And so I think it would still catch a lot of ears and minds to really draw in today, but it's not fully on topic. I feel like it wouldn't be received the same way. Hmm. So if you, if
0: either one of you could speak to, if Virginia Woolf was sitting here today with us, um, what would you say to her? What would you like to, what was a question you would like to ask her or what would you like to discuss with her?
1: I think I'd like to ask her a lot about what she thinks of women in professions today. And if she sees, obviously we have more improvement, but what she sees could be done better and what would be a better resolution for us to kind of make us more equal in a sense of you know, the workforce and everything like you were saying earlier with how women are perceived in CEO positions, whereas how men are perceived in CEO positions because if a woman is, you know, a leader and she's aggressive, then she's going to be seen as, you know, bossy and some, you know, words that aren't necessarily going to be used for a man. Whereas if a man is aggressive in the CEO position, then he's going to be seen as this tiger and this, warrior who's really leading the company on and doing great things for the company. And I just kind of ask her and discuss with her what maybe could be a solution for both sides for us to have this to just level out in the workforce, these ideas and stereotypes that go through people's minds, initially, even if we aren't trying to, and we're just we're not thinking about it, how we can kind of for the following generations for us to make us more kind and compassionate and you know level-headed with each other
2: Mm -hmm. i definitely would want to ask her how she feels about like programs like stem and a lot of areas where it's more male dominated but women are kind of like breaking through now just to talk to her about that start a discussion see how she feels yeah see like
0: hey <laughs> what what's what what is your uh if you were to give any advice to these young females who are entering a very male dominated field what would you what would you recommend yeah. yeah well thank you ladies for joining me today thank you this was fun thank you thank you for having me and I really enjoyed having this discussion with you about Virginia Woolf And I thank you, everyone else, for joining us on Her Voice. And we look forward to having these kinds of conversations, talking about women's voices from the past, the present, and the future. Thank you. And we look forward to the next episode on Her Voice.